Yeah. You purchased an audio of Neo's poster on September 11th? I believe that is accurate. <laughs> so, never forget. So we're back up to a B plus for Adios Amigos. The front cover is of dinosaurs, which is what we felt like. This has perhaps the best of all the guitar sounds I ever got. That's Johnny's take on Adios Amigos. I mean, I, I can agree with that. I mean, it sounds good. Um, there's definitely dinosaurs on the cover. Um, so I think Johnny and I are in agreement. I mean, it's definitely also known as the record with the dinosaurs on the cover. That's what I call it. It came out on... Shit, I don't have my track listing up. One moment. Oh, man, this is bad. I can tell a little story about, about this album do. cover. Would you? So, um, we can go back to one very important day in American history, September 11th, 2001. And um, I was in college at the time, and I went to class, and it was canceled because of the events that happened earlier in the day. And I think we discussed this earlier, or at least maybe outside the podcast. I bought my first capo that day. Um, but also on that day, I believe I went to another store as I was just walking around aimlessly. Um, and this one store had an Audios Amigos uh, poster that I have purchased and have since lost. That's a sad story. Yeah. You purchased an audio Amigos poster on September 11th? I believe that is accurate. <laughs> so. Never forget. <laughs> never forget the Adios Amigos poster. So it's July 18th, 1995. Pat, if you could Photoshop to the World Trade buildings with, with sombreros on them. This, I is, I this is one at all. And I am doing, I am biting my tongue here. Because I am full of September 11th witticisms and I'm just not going to do it. I'm just, I know better. I know, I know better now. Um, so it's July 18th, 1995. It is um, the summer before my junior year of college, and I'm deeply in, immersed in subculture at this point. Um, the um, track listing on this swan song for the Ramones is I Don't Want to Grow Up. Let's just start with the cover. We've done it before. Why not? Tom Waits cover, I Don't Want to Grow Up. Making Monsters for My Friends, It's Not For Me To Know. The Crusher. Life's a gas. Take the pain away. I love you, Johnny Thunders. Cretan family. Have a nice day. Scattergun. Got a lot to say. She talks to rainbows. Born to die in Berlin. And Spider-Man was on the original version. Um, some of these songs are prior DD songs from his two albums that came before this. One of which was his rap album, which... Um, Everyone here is a pretty big fan of, but yeah, this has some songs on it. One of the things that I think um, should be pointed out from the outset is this is a year and a half after Dookie came out and the media is just full of things to say about punk and that word is back in the mainstream. They had um, a lot to say. They had a lot to say, but there are all these hit punk albums and so 
this was the chance and time and hope that maybe the Ramones would have like a number one song or become like super duper huge record sellers because of what was going on on the charts with bands like Green Day and the other punk bands to follow that sold a lot of records in the 90s. This was also a couple, this was also shortly after the Ramones did their 20th anniversary tour and so there was some media attention about punk turning 20. Of course, now punk is over 40, but it was a big deal at the time, and the Ramones did not have any, you know, super-duper hits with this album, and never did, but we love the Ramones, and here we are doing a Ramones podcast. That was my little introduction, and I'm done. Cool, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Still four lousy songs on this album. Yeah, this album's fun. Um, This was... uh, Probably really the first Ramones release, at least when I started getting into the music, because uh, at this point in time I'm 15. Um, actually, uh, uh, actually 14 at the time. So this is this is right around uh, uh, the the time that you know I would start getting into this, and probably one of the first Ramones records that I I actually purchased outside of those. I believe I said something similar on Mondo Bizarro, but it's because they were the more recent releases um, I, I I like a lot about this record um, and uh, I kind of can't wait to start going down track to track well it's certainly um, a step up from I just wanted to tell her I was 14 couple. when this record came out <laughs> well, I was 20 I wasn't like <laughs> some super old dude like John how old were you I was 20 I mean, 95 95 probably like 12 oh, there you go Think. I don't know. Yeah, or something. <laughs> I was alive. Pat, you want to chime in at all? How old were you, Pat? Yeah. Uh, summer '95. I was 14. All right. So I'm six years older than you guys. I'm so old. <laughs> hey, in punk years, that is uh, a lot. Yeah. Punk years. Several more years older than, than I am. Well, it's true. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'm just Probably so old. Thing is, you didn't want to grow up. Yeah. I didn't want to grow up. I just want to, you know, we're all basically the dinosaurs now. It's, we are the dinosaurs now. We are now. the dinosaurs. Um, so this podcast is the one with the dinosaurs. Uh, can I talk yeah. about the first? I might, if I already told this story on a prior episode of this podcast, I apologize. But I'm going to tell it now. Um, so the internet was um, very important in my life starting in 1993 when I got online. But I... Um, heard that Joey Ramone was like on his deathbed like shortly before he died I was in Chicago and a friend of mine told me hey Joey Ramone's really sick he's gonna die and then he died anyway it's um what year did he die 2001 2002 2001 2001. right so Joey Ramone dies in 2001 and um you know I had just seen the Ramones the most recent time I just seen them was in 96 which was just five years prior right so um I'm 26 years old and talking to this friend of mine and he goes, you saw the Ramones? And I just remember thinking like, man, like that was only five years ago that I saw the Ramones. And I just, that was one of the first times I felt super old in punk. I was like, this kid was like, you saw the Ramones? Like it was like some amazing <laughs> thing. And I'm like, yeah, five years ago, dude. Like they were just playing shows. Like, so that was a big sign for me that time moves quickly in these, um, in these circles and 
As yeah, you said know. earlier, six years in punk time is... is, is six years in punk time is a, a long lot. time, so yeah. yes. Yep. And um, we are kind of plodding along like an 80s Ramon song here on this podcast here. But yeah, I Don't Want to Grow Up, one of the best songs. Well, they have two videos. One of them's I Don't Want to Grow Up, the other one's Spider-Man, if that counts as a track from the sound. But yeah, I Don't Want to Grow Up is um, one of the best songs on the album. It's great. Good, yeah, pr- good pr- yeah. really good production too. Like the the step up on the production on this compared to, um, you know, several albums previous. Yeah, this record sounds great. Sounds great. Yep. Thank you, Daniel Ray. Thank you, Daniel Ray. You champ. Yeah, I'm not a big Tom Waits guy, but I I do love. I don't want to grow up. It's a very good cover. Very good. Great. And I believe. Uh, they did this. Uh, they did. I don't want to grow up on Letterman. Yeah, I want to say it was. Uh, um, remember watching that on the old YouTube not too long ago. Yeah, I think one of the big things is this actually sounds like a Ramon song compared to all of the covers that previously happened on the last record. Sounds like a Ramon song, and and, and it's, it's just such a when you're when you're putting dinosaurs on your album cover and you know you know the end is is near um, uh, for the band after so much time starting the record off with I don't want to grow up actually is is kind of uh, kind of a great track to use for your first uh, 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 you know on your last record there so yeah definitely dig it just to place this album in history again I'm totally going off. We were finally getting into the song listing. This is also the summer of the first Warp Tour, just to kind of place this as where it stands in like the history of music and um, pop culture and punk rock, etc. You know, you have Dookie comes out in 94, first Warp Tours are summer in 95, and the Ramones never were able to really catch that wave, I don't think. I mean, they were playing some pretty big tours at, at yeah, the they last. Did, uh... They did Lollapalooza. They did a tour with... Rob Zombie, where they had to fuck when open, which was disgusting. It's one of the only times I could have seen the Ramones, and I didn't because I thought that was gross. Gonna go see them open for White Zombie? Fuck you. <laughs> but um, I know that's Pat's favorite band, second only to Civ, but fuck that. Um, Jesus. But yeah, between 1990 and 1996, I saw the Ramones several times. The only two I passed on that I could have seen were Lollapalooza and... Um, White Zombie. Which I believe that Lollapalooza had, uh, like, Metallica and yeah. Soundgarden, I think, was... Those were two of the worst bands of all time. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if you're going to get much argument from the table here, but no. uh, this is... Uh, no. But at the same time, it was... It, it was when Lollapalooza seemed to have shifted a little bit and, and really took on some... Uh, just some odd bands for that for that particular tour and then you lump the Ramones in with that one whereas uh, I went to Lollapalooza and so that would have been 96 that they were on that tour because I believe I was at 95 and they would have fit in probably much better there when you had like the Boss Tones and Jesus Lizard yeah. and, and uh, uh, kind of they kind of chose that year and when, when the tour kind of turned the page and brought on a bunch of big bands and then they got lost in that. Yeah. Yeah. We were just started on the track listing and I screwed this up. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. no, no, no. We had I Don't Want to Grow Up. 
So everybody loves it. Everybody do you love it, John? I do. Making it's monsters great. for my friends. Uh, a DD song, uh, sung by CJ. Art smirking. It's just okay. It's so silly. It's okay, but it's not great. I like it. It is. It is silly though. First, silly. Yeah. It happens. I, I I do like this. I, I like uh, once again. Uh, big fan of CJ. Big fan of CJ vocals. Uh, um, but yeah, the not the only time that he gets some dumb lyrics on this record. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not a great song. It's it's fine. It's not but, the yeah. biggest offender of dumb lyrics on this record for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and once you've recorded Cabbies on Crack, you're sort of like you're pretty safe that you're not going to do something that dumb again. <laughs> What do you think, Kai? What do you think about making monsters for my friends? It's okay. You're standing silent on the topic. I, I don't really... It's just okay. Yeah, it's not a bad song. Similar. It's not a... It's not one of the standouts on this record. Mm-mm. Well, we're stuck in a DD block here. Um, third track, It's Not For Me To Know. I uh, I do not like this song. Same, it's one of the bad songs on the album. Yeah, it's not. N- no bueno. Oh, John see, likes it. See, I really like this song. This is one of my favorites from the record. I do have some thoughts about it, though. Please do. Compared this is, this to the, messing with this again. Compared to the DD original. So I like the DD original one slightly better, but DD's vocals on it are very, very lazy. It's just not a good vocal performance by him, but I like the DD recording better, but I think it's a great song, and I think, I think Joey did pretty good with it. Pretty well, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize for your opinion. I, I do. I do. I think he was apologizing for his grammar, not his opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I stand behind this. The, the opinion. I, I am. I am upset about my my grammatical mishaps. Oh. That's a great song. What do you think, Pat? I don't have an opinion on this song. It's. It's not for you to have an opinion yeah. on. No, it's not. Um, however, I would take John's sentiment about the original version and apply it to the Crusher where the D.D. King version of the Crusher is is clearly superior to the Ramones version. No. Highly agree. And this is one of the rare instances where I think the longer song is better. Because usually you cut out stuff. In this one, they cut out stuff is better. This one, um, this one they cut out the verses that tell the story. Yeah, And then they, they doubled up the chorus that's not as good so I think yeah I love the Crusher I love all versions of the Crusher give me the fucking Crusher and I'm happy the DD version's better sure but this is great I love this I love this Crusher oh yeah the Ramones version is great but the the DD version is but why ever listen to this one when an infinitely better one's available this brings nothing new to the table I like the CJ vocals yeah, I like this version better than the DD version. We know. Um, Absolutely okay, well, not. Not everybody listening to the podcast knows, Pat. I know you know this. Um, but uh, DD King version is the definitive version of the song. But yeah, sure. The they CJ just, vocal with the with the Joey uh, uh, chorus, uh, I, I think is better. I think this, this, record's, this version sounds better. I think nope, it doesn't nope, need nope, to be pushing nope, four nope. minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When, when you say this version sounds better, you like the production better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I could yeah, see that yeah, too. I mean, that's not the other a... version's better though. Yeah, yeah. But the production is good. 
I'm just shaking my head to this one because the D. It's like this is. A, I don't know. It's hard for me to say really bad things about Ramon songs, but like, Dee Dee King did it much better. He's the he's the Dee Dee King of the Ring. Yeah, I like it. I like that one. Your your jokes are much better about albums that you kind of care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The boring over and over again made me chuckle. He wasn't joking. Uh, I, was, I know. I was. <laughs> Or just makes me laugh. I'm a funny fucking guy. You wow. are. Life's a gas. Life's a gas. This is great. It's sad and great, and I love it, and it's one of my faves. I love Life's a Gas. Oh, boy. It's so good. Sweet one. It is. I agree with Art 100%. Yeah, it's, I, like it's, Life's a gas. I enjoy very, that song a lot. Just very simple lyrics, but I don't know. Yeah. Once again, kind of this shows this shows up on, on the final record. And just, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, health is probably starting to wane a little bit for for, uh, uh, for Joey. Um, just kind of a real positive, upbeat, you know, just, hey, love life kind of deal. And, yeah, I, I dig this track a lot. Always have. John? I already said I liked it. That, that's it? You just like it? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You know, I remember not really caring about this album too much when it came out. Like, I liked it, but I didn't love it, and I was like, whatever, there's a lot cooler music coming out now. But this one stood out to me, Life's a Gas, and I um, liked it then, and I like it now. Yeah. Unlike the next song, Take the Pain Away. Another one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a fucking clunker, dude. One of my absolute favorites from this record. I don't remember this song. Yeah, this is the uh, this song's bad. It's this, one of the highlights. This this record. Explain what, yeah. what, what what makes it a highlight. Everything. It's great. <laughs> Sometimes you're just messing with us, right? I am not messing with you. I think you are being ridiculous by not enjoying the song because this is one of my favorites. It's in the upper half of this record. Take the pain away. Oh. Take the song away. Yes. Yeah. The KKK took my pain oh. away. <laughs> that didn't even make sense. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like this one. It's good. Yeah. I don't have a better argument than that, but I like that song a lot. I mean, that that fits into what you like, so so I completely get it, and I can see this one coming a mile away. Yeah, if you, uh, if you guys did not enjoy the, the other Dee Dee song, it's not for me to know. Um, they're very, very similar in, in, similar in style, yeah. so... Um, I understand why you wouldn't like it if you didn't like the other song, but that's the part I don't understand. <laughs> well, I didn't like either of them because they're not good. But I liked them because they were good, so that's where we're differing, I think. Episode 14, and this is our like level of ability to discern what's good <laughs> and what's not good. It's good. It's not good. That's all that needs to be said at this point. That's all that needs to be said. I love you. Oh, Fucking... It's okay. You hate this song because yeah. this is one of my favorites. It's too. okay. No, I think it's okay. <laughs> it's just one of your favorites. It's one of my favorite covers, especially of the later eras. Jesus, John. I don't understand you. It's okay though. I don't. It's good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's good. I, I wouldn't even say this is one of my favorite covers of the later era though. No, no yeah. um, ever. It's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, just kind of but, a throw in. Yeah, I don't. That's great. I, I just I don't care about it. Not to really have much of an opinion on it. 
I love Cretan Family. I hate this song. Oh. That's one of the rougher ones on the album. Oh, you guys. I no, love Cretan no, Family. Love Family. Yes. But this kind of gets into Jody, that lyrics this of gets making into monsters the... for my friends. And, uh, but, oh. Yeah, yeah this, is a, this, this might be the worst so one on the album. So fun. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yes. I agree. This is probably but, the worst song on the album. Oh, no. dude. Worst song on the album? Yeah, I think so. With what's coming up? Yep. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, I have the I have the whole track listing right here. I know it. Yeah. 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 Cretan Family's the worst song on the album? For sure. It's no. a great song. That's it's like the so only one I, I, that's the only so one I feel fun. I skip on this record. Everyone's against us, Jody. Yeah, I, I don't know. And by that, I, I, I mean two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised by that. I'm surprised by it, too. Like, that's a terrible you, song. I mean, yeah. It's okay. a terrible song, and CJ's <laughs> vocals don't work. It's... I think they work fine. I don't know. Uh, the man never recorded a bad vocal. Except Creed <laughs> Family. Uh, Everyone's not... against me. Yep, yep. It's so You're good. making great arguments like, for this yeah. not being good. <laughs> I love this song. Like, I don't know. Lyrically, yes, it's kind of dumb, but I don't think it's a bad It's lovably song. dumb. Yeah. Which a lot of Ramon's songs are. A lot of Ramon's fans are. <laughs> well, yeah. A lovably dumb. Well, even though you hate it, I still want you to have a nice day, Pat. <laughs> I would like everyone here to have a nice day. I hate this song. It's a good song. You hate Have a Nice Day? I hate Have a Nice Day. This yeah, is probably the best Marky song. You've got to fuck Have me. a Nice Day is a good song. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a good one. It, the you songwriting the team of Marky, song? Ramon, yeah, and Friend. Marky, Ramon, and Joker. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's a good song. Uh, uh, no, I mean it's short, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean that definitely helps. Yeah, um, you know, it helps in whether to skip it or not. You know, most cases, yeah, I got a minute thirty to spare. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't particularly. I never have liked this song. Well. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Well, it's so troubling. <laughs> I love Scattergun, though. It's decent. Yeah. This is, is this the first CJ written song? Yes. I believe it's the first song he wrote ever. Really? That's. I believe I heard that at some point. Interesting. It could be easily disproven, but... It's a decent song. It's a little strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little off, but I like it. I feel it's just, it's very middle of the road. It's, I don't know, it sort of I, sounds like an amusement park commercial from the 80s. Like, let's go on a water slide. Like, it's like the, the melody's <laughs> a little bit like a little bit of hype, but I like it. This is my favorite song on the record. Jesus, you guys are the weirdest fucking people I've ever met. Your favorite song on the record is Scattergun? <laughs> yes. This is my favorite oh, song. dude. This Sometimes song. Jody and John are the song. ones who just mess with us. No, no, no. This is uh, this is my favorite song. On it's the not my favorite, but it's, it's a great song. Is, uh, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. This God. this is one of the songs. I mean, you know, once again, when this record came out and how I feel about it, uh, like I just I've always loved this song. I've played this song numerous times. I I, I just enjoy the shit out of it, man. Scatter gun. Fucking weird. <laughs> Look, Best dude. song. Yeah, this is my favorite. Love is a song. This is my favorite great song. On the record. Like, what do you? Did you call this a great song? Yeah. It's. I think it's one of the it's, most it's, middle of the road it's songs. Decent. All right. All right. I'm I got my like, beat on you. She fires true. Take what you want, and I'll do what I have to do. <laughs> I don't. I feel I have nothing 
particularly good or bad to say about the song. It's, yeah. I don't pass right. it up. I never yeah. seek it out. Yes. All right, that's how I feel. It's decent, but these guys are in love with it. Well, I'm just saying, it's my favorite track on the record. Oh, you like this track better than I Don't Want to Grow Up or Spider-Man or um, yes. Life's a Gas. Yes. Mm, or I The Crusher. Yes. God, guys. This is your favorite track, too? It's not my favorite. Actually, I probably wouldn't agree. I probably like I Don't Want to Grow Up better of all the songs you listed, but I th- this is like probably a top three song on this record. Oh, boy. At least top 12. Part used to like it is it's top fault. I've liked you all at various <laughs> points, and then I've had to reconsider my like when you say ridiculous shit. Scattergun's the best. Hey, we got a lot to say. Yeah, you got a lot to say. This was one of my absolute least favorite Ramones songs for a while, and then all of a sudden, yeah. one of my faves. Yeah. yeah, we we discussed this. I I urged you to give this another listen, and it's. I feel the real payoff is late in the song when they change the vocals around a little bit. I don't know how to describe that one part. There's contrast. There's this weird... There's this weird... Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's just for one line. Yeah. It's not repeated. It just happens once. And I feel the song... Eh. Goofy for, for the most song. part, and then you get to that one part. Yeah, I love it. I it's, do. It's I goofy. Do. I love this song too. You get oh. that payoff, and it's. I like it, but it's it wins so you goofy. over. Yeah, this is great. It's like you know, crummy stuff. Yeah. No, crummy. Like, oh god, well, that's crummy stuff is way better like, than this. Like just the lyrics alone just make it. Great. No, but like, okay. I, like, but, I love the so song. So how is like Cretan family's not cool? We don't like Cretan family. but got a lot to say. No, Cretan family is better than this. They're both wrong. Oh. No, Cretan family's not better than this song. No way. Uh, Everyone's against me. Yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Um, but but uh, yeah, just <laughs> the the repeating. I got a lot to say. I can't remember now. It, it's, I can't remember it's, now. I can't remember now. It's goofy. Yeah, it's it's just so much fun. Like it is. Like fun. how can you not listen to this song and. It makes me anytime I hear the song, I smile because it's just like yes, and, yeah. And then then I'll text Pat. Uh, <laughs> Were you smiling when you hear this song? Do you think you're smiling more or less than John was on September 11th <laughs> when he found his Adios Amigos poster? <laughs> Never forget John's poster score in Oakland that day. Class is canceled. <laughs> Plane possibly heading for the Cathedral of Learning. Let's buy a Adios Amigos poster. The one with the dinosaurs. The one with the dinosaurs. <laughs> All right, I would like to give John and Jody the floor for this next track. They can have it. This is the worst Ramon song, period. I think it's a very, very, very good one. I don't understand the hate for the song. Uh, I know a lot of people seem to not enjoy it, but I think it's a very well-written song, very well-performed. Um, it's, it has rainbows in it, which you don't get a lot. So I'm the square who writes things down ahead of time. And, I didn't um, do that. My handwriting is not really good, so I'm going to try to fix it. And I'm going to have um, Jody read the word that I wrote next to She Talks to Rainbows, if you can. Can you uh, read yes, that uh, word? Uh, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> it's the term that, it's the used, term that I used to describe it. It's a bad song. It's not as bad as Cabbies on Crack or Punishment Fist of Crime, but it's close. Uh, it's yeah. painful. I, I would put this down as the worst Ramon song for I mean, me. she talks to yeah. bees. Yeah. But you don't talk to me. Whoa. Is that what upsets you? She don't talk to you? Yeah, so they, nobody ever talks song? to me. But, uh, I think it's, it's a fine just, song. 
Really? Yeah, it's it's there. What? It's a great song. I'm, I, I thought suddenly, suddenly Pat loses yeah. his mind. It's, I know this song doesn't upset me. It doesn't offend me. I feel like it better than over half the songs on this record. See, that's insane. Uh, but it's in the bottom four. To the bottom four it's not for me to know take the pain away she talks to rainbows and the soon to come born to die in Berlin I disagree with all of those yeah like half of those songs are better than Green Family everyone's against me <laughs> hey 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 nah she's not it uh, is almost yeah. an oi, oi, oi. it's not quite an oi, yeah it's I'm a not close. gonna do it uh, but yeah I, I just uh, I don't know she talks to rainbows it's, it's always seemed like a joke to me like a bad joke, and is it just, a joke? Yeah, who can say it? No, but man, I, I I got nothing nice to say about that one, and I can remember now. <laughs> but do you do you know better now? <laughs> so I know I know better now. The fucking Ramones. <laughs> just when you think you love them you gotta listen to She Talks to Rainbows and you're like man like why did I wear those Ramon shirts all those years someone who heard She Talks to Rainbows is gonna think I like that shit <laughs> nobody's heard She Talks to Rainbows nobody's heard She's Talked to Rainbows yeah someone somewhere in this world that's the only Ramon song they heard and went nah not for me yeah. it's a good one it's fine fine okay well knowing what Art just said I know we're gonna have a disagreement Born to Die in Berlin is actually my second favorite song on this record God <laughs> you're both weird it's a plotter it's another plotter you get Didi Ramon on the phone I like Didi yeah. Ramon somebody call me on the phone and you guys don't know what you're talking about but Didi's cool <laughs> this is a good song Didi's on the phone as in phoning it in I mean that's, that's what he did he wasn't there. <laughs> he had to use the telephone to communicate his his German ramblings. Yeah, it sounds great. So before we get too deep into the song, I meant to talk about it sooner. So now we have more DD involvement than we've had for a while. We've had some previously in the non DD years, but like DD's squarely involved here. So what was DD doing between um, the Ramones and this? He did a couple of solo albums, including the famous rap album. But um, I heard a funny story from my man Wayne Griffith from the Connie Dongs of Radio with Guts the other day. So you may recall in the Gigi Allen documentary, Hated, there's this brief period where Dee Dee Ramone was playing with the Murder Junkies. And um, the one time Wayne went and saw Gigi Allen, they actually wrote on the flyer that it was Gigi Allen with Dee Dee Ramone. And of course, Dee Dee Ramone never toured with them and wasn't at the show. But a bunch of people came to that show thinking that they would get to see Dee Dee Ramone, but instead they just got to see Gigi Allen poop on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a um, Dee Dee Ramone false advertising story by some joker who had known that he had been playing with Gigi briefly, but never, for real, never like played out with him. <laughs> There's footage of him practicing with them in the um, hated documentary. Born to Die in Berlin. Plots. <laughs> Didi's on the phone. Whatever. <laughs> but for the hidden Spider-Man track, that would have been the last Ramon song. And how fucking sad is that? But you guys love it. One all real, three, I do all three of you about the best song. It's the best song you guys. <laughs> you guys love Born to Die in Berlin. Oh. I'm just intoxicated by the orchids. There was, um, I think there was a Ramones cover band that played before the copyrights. Uh, I think you might have been at that show, Pat. 
Um, they a local Ramones cover band that played before the copyrights one night, and out of all the later era songs, this is the one they chose to play, which seemed very, very odd. I do vaguely remember that. Um, Born to Die in Berlin was the song post-1990 that they decided to play, which seems like a very, very, very arbitrary choice. Oh, was it your choice? It was not. I would not have uh, played that. Yeah, you would have played She Talks to Rainbows. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have Ropes. played She Talks to Rainbows on stage before. Multiple times. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's Adios Amigos. No, that ends with Spider-Man. That counts, because Spider-Man is on the original version. And it's awesome. It's one of my favorites. It's a really There's good a video cover. for it, too. It's really good. And it's probably... A toss up between I don't want to grow up in Spider Man for best song. Although Life's a Gas and Cretan Family are also you're insane. Now you're just messing with us. Yeah, <laughs> Cretan Family's totally. I didn't not, hear you say Scatter Cretan, Cretan once. Cretan Family's totally not um, a contender. The Crusher <laughs> might be, but um, I, I can't count the Crusher because of how much the infinitely better, better yeah. Dee King version. It is infinitely better. And uh, we had the Ramones uh, with a firing squad. Uh, on the back of the record, oh, um, we did with uh, Monty uh, Melnick playing the uh, the sleeping uh, guy next to the band as they are awaiting their demise. It just didn't feel like the Ramones were gonna die. It just seemed like when I, I remember the last time I saw the Ramones, I didn't walk out of there feeling like it was the last time I saw the Ramones. I remember it distinctly. It was at the Odeon in Cleveland. 1996, sometime in the spring of 96. I don't have the exact date. I do know the first remote show I went to was July 13th, 1990. The last one was sometime in 96. I could look it up, but I didn't. Anyway, so you walk out of there, you're like, I just saw the remotes, and you had a feeling that you were just going to keep seeing the remotes forever and ever and ever. And that certainly did not happen. And all four of the original members are dead, and two of the members of that final lineup are dead, and it's very sad. A lot of shitty bands that were playing in 96 are still playing, and I go see them all the time. And they died off very quickly. Uh, you know, if, Dude, if we can, you know, rapid we, Joey, Joey went in 01, Dee Dee went in 02, and Johnny went in 2004. So, I mean... Uh, it was quick, and then Tommy more recently, but yeah, it was... Yeah, but uh, it, it was it was odd how the, how the first, how, how the, the three of them went, and were all gone within three years of each other. Like, that was... Uh, you know, uh, it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it because I mean, it's not like any of them were that old, right? Yeah, uh, and Dee, Dee you know? was the only one who died of punk causes. The other ones died like natural causes. Is this how we conclude our fourteen episode series on the albums? I mean, we may come back to do some other shit, but no one has any like grand, um, grand looking back things to say. I think we accomplished what we sought out to accomplish after after uh, many conversations at the bars over the years of I agree. saying we were going to do this, and uh, although we didn't stick to the original uh, uh, plan and took some time off, um, it was nice to come back and finish up the remaining records. Uh, um, I look forward to hanging out with you guys more. We should do more uh, more stuff. I agree. Uh, We've all had some good moments here. Yeah. You've all had some ridiculous shit to say also. I disagree. I also disagree. Yeah. You disagree that we've had good moments? Yeah. No, I disagree <laughs> that I've said anything ridiculous over the course of 14 episodes. 
We did this 14 times. Think, just sit <laughs> here and think about this, guys. We, that is kind of a lot. We've sat at this table and went through 14 fucking records. At our assigned seats, we just kind of drifted into these exact That's true. spots. Yeah. This was a... I'm going to miss this chair. <laughs> we'll come back and do standing in the spotlight or something. Yeah, we can tell yeah. should. And we still, uh, you know, uh, I, I still think we need to do the uh, the commentary of Rock and Roll High School. Oh, man. Um, I think we plan a... I like that airmail scene. That. The airmail scene is amazing. <laughs> airmail. <laughs> what a weird, wonderful movie. And it's just so, so vibrant and, like, full of energy. And, um... Can Mary Warren off? Oh. <laughs> I think what what says most about the movie is that it's a very very good movie before the Ramones even show up. It's a great. It would be a great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Even yeah, because you know, like things are like that. Like, like the first part of RoboCop doesn't have RoboCop in it at all, and it's awesome. And then RoboCop shows up, and you're like, oh yeah, this is even more awesome. That's how I feel about Rock and Roll High School because I really love it. But then the Ramones show up, I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Just cut it now so we can end it on the fucking Robocop reference. End it on fucking Robocop. <laughs> Knowing how you feel about cops, how do you feel about Robocop? Well, you know, John actually, um, we had this conversation once. It went something like this John goes, So, do you really hate cops? I said, Yes. He said, Do you really hate all cops? I said, Yes. He said, what about Robocop? <laughs> no, I don't hate Robocop. So. It's a good one. It's a, good, it's a classic. That happened at the 31st Street Pub. Of course it did. Well, adios amigos. Adios amigos. Thank you for listening to the Halfway to Sanity podcast. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends there's even more fun to be had on our Facebook page at Halfway to Sanity Podcast.